Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Andrea Cleary. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Before we start today, we have a little announcement. Uh, Andrea Cleary has, in the words of Sarah Griffin, moved from being a Kerber cousin to a Kerber sibling. Yes. She's now officially co-hosting the show with us. <laughs> Woo! So that's Andrea Tree Podcast Cleary now. Yeah, I now have three podcasts, so... <laughs> yeah. Watch out one of my other two podcasts because some, <laughs> something's got to go. <laughs> yes, I'm very, very happy and delighted and have been very honoured to be stepping in as a um, guest co-host over the years. And yeah, very excited for the future. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of exciting things going to happen. It's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our guest today is very funny stand-up comedian, uh, Roger O'Sullivan. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh Thank you for having me. So happy to have, they, finally have you. I'm I'm delighted to be here during such an auspicious occasion. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was terrified to speak during that because I was like, "This is like, you know, are you, are you, are you supposed to talk during this like royal ceremony?" Or <laughs> they, I I figured I should wait until I'm um, un- until I'm spoken to. Yeah, the inauguration is over now, so yeah, we're good. Yeah, oh, good. and watch yeah, out because this yeah. is what happens. You you will be a co-host in the next three to five years. Um, yeah. So just just get ready for that. <laughs> Oh, is it like a, a Goosebumps curse type thing? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Because Sarah was a guest on the first episode, so that's how that happened. Mm. And now ah. we're at episode 160-ish, and now Andrea's here. So yeah. basically six years, Roger, we're coming for you. Yeah. Um, so I posted last night that I was watching the thing that we're covering today, and I've never had such a fevered reaction of people being very excited <laughs> about it. Uh, we're doing... I'm going to get the full name here. Hang on a sec. We've got to get it right. Yeah. It's a longer name it than is. I remember it being. Oh, yes. It's, I'm so glad you said that. It's like an Amazon Kindle um, book name. <laughs> or it's like <laughs> a new true crime drama from the writer. Blah, blah, blah. We are doing Breaking the Magician's Code, Magic's Biggest Secrets, Finally Revealed. Finally. From 1997. So, Roger, why have you picked this? Yes. Yeah, so, f- for me... I said to you earlier, Alan, this looms large in my <laughs> mind. Like, th- this is rarely far from my thoughts. <laughs> like, it is like, so this, this unlocks like so many elements to my, my childhood or like my like nostalgia center to my brain. Mm-hmm. Where, where first of all, like you said, Andrea, like you don't, I don't remember that being the name of it. No. To me, it was like the masked magician. Like that, that, yeah. was, that was just what, what this was, which... I think I think this was a common thing, but definitely when when we were growing up, uh, we didn't have like uh, we had something called multi-channel. Are you familiar yeah. with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like a, it, it honestly. Do you know that episode of The Simpsons that it, where they're like pirating um, cable? Yes. Or whatever. Yeah, that's like what multi-channel seemed. <laughs> it seemed <laughs> like, but it, it was supposedly legitimate. But you didn't have like the skybox telling you what the programs were. Oh, so we would just like make now. up names. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, keeping up appearances. Yeah. yeah. That was that was just in our house. That was just called, oh, hi, some bouquets on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So this is like, oh, the masked magician is doing his thing. Like this is, this, this was like, oh, also I, I hated magic as a kid. Like this type of magic stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that they're like the, the magicians like stage magic and stuff because I the knew Vegas-y it wasn't stuff. real yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and you know I was a very discerning child very <laughs> discerning five-year-old I was like this is fake this is bullshit but the I 
I feared for this guy's life. Uh, me when too. When I was a kid watching this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> I thought he was going. How is he getting away with this? <laughs> He's in. He's in. Like he's in big trouble if they mm. if they ever catch him. Uh, and also, I I feel like uh, another element to it that ties in is the the like announcer that you, that used to like play off. Mitch Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. narrator. From the X Files. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's like, oh, I have a lot to say about him. <laughs> oh, really? But I reckon when, once we get to the to the sexism portion of the of the discussion yes, today, yes. it's going to come up yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> they, oh, this show! I I rewatched I rewatched uh, a few episodes over the weekend to like you know refresh my mind about this. This show has such casual sexism it's unbelievable it, it permeating every every area of it to the point that you're just like there's no no there's no way they can say anything sexist about oh well yeah, yeah. They've, they've figured it out. the weird thing is i remember it being like a feminist show because it revealed that the assistants were doing all the work and i obviously oh, just right. blanked oh. on everything else but um everything else is huge and gross <laughs> so yeah i, I remember it, yeah. there being women in it and mm. Like that, yeah. Re- remembered that they that they were doing a lot of the work and thinking that they were really cool. And watching it today, I just I did not remember how just just how scantily clad they were and just how much yes. it was pointed out all the time. Because it's like you know I understand there being a beautiful lady, you know, to yeah. for everyone to look at. It's fine. I don't mind that. Uh, it has its issues but it's fine but th- that narrator he's just like oh here she comes and then he, he'd just say something like wowie zowie he's so checked out as a narrator mm. that he doesn't even give the sexism the energy it deserves yeah, at, yeah. At, if, if, like being said by a true sexist yeah and I think he hates the magician I oh, think he hates he, magic. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he hates all of it. He hates the magician. He loves the girls. He hates that the girls are, <laughs> are around yeah. the magician that, and that he gets to talk yeah. to them and, like, touch them and put them in places and stuff. He can't stand that. Yeah, he hates magic. He's like, look at these chumps doing their loser tricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what a midriff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my favourite ones I watched over the weekend is, well, one, he goes, yeah, very good. Now show us how it's done. Yeah. Like, it just... <laughs> It's got all like completely done with it. And then another one, there's like a trick where, uh, there's a trick where, it, to be honest, absolutely shit trick. Even even before you know how it's done, you're just like, this is rubbish. <laughs> where the assistant gets into a box and he twists the head around mm. Uh, mm. and then like twists the body around. And when he twists the body around, uh, it's like the they have like cloth that looks vaguely like the dress she was wearing tangled up mm. and then has like her fingers uh kind of appearing through it as if she's been like spun up into this tiny like strand of of fabric and he goes like oh it's completely contorted her body and what a body yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like i i, I sent i sent alan a clip earlier um and it's it's one where the 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 woman or the girl to use the proper uh, to use the proper terminology (laughs) they are never women they are only girls and it'll be the girl and she's brought on to like the stage or the weird car park where they like film (laughs) (laughs) all the the warehouse place and she's brought on 
And he says like at least four or five things in a row about the fact that she's wearing a swimsuit. He's like, oh, it's like mm. she's she's wearing something perfect for sunbathing at the beach or doing tricks or whatever. And then she has to get into a vat of water. And, and he's like, What's, what does he say? He's like, um, he says, I hope she knows it's about to get wet. Yeah, like, he says, Mitch, oh my I, ho- God. I hope she knows leggy, it's about to get wet. And then, and then he's like, she's about to find out if this water's cold, and so are we. Sir, it is seven fifteen in the evening. Seven fifteen. There are children watching this program. It is almost like, exclusively children watching this pitch. Yeah. Oh, and, were, I was like thirteen when it came out. Yeah. And I remember, like, my it's one of my like. Once it, it, you said it, I was like, I remember it's like a very clear childhood memory of sitting in my bedroom with my little like 12 inch TV with my brother and mm. glued to it, being obsessed with getting all the secrets out. And th- it must have gone over our heads. I, it had to have. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. If it, it has, though, such an energy of the pickup artist mm. type mm. thing. Like there's something about it where it just has that uh, almost the... Uh, I, the essence of that just yeah. coming through it of like just yeah you know oh yeah, yeah well you know you're gonna razzle dazzle them with this trick where I don't know you chop their head off or something like that yeah. and then the, the masked magician is he's peacocking with his mask and he's going to get off with them all afterwards or something yeah there's like yeah. I, I think it was in the first episode I watched today he there's the the WWE divas are in the house and they're they're the beautiful the beautiful girls who are you know assisting and he does a trick where there's a I don't don't really know much about cars but one there's a very fancy car and he turns it into another very fancy car um, and the ladies are holding up like a sheet and then the sheet comes down and it turns into a different car and it has WWE divas in it and the the whole narration is like this is like this is how he gets women like he makes them appear out of thin air like what a life <laughs> I'm just like why are you so jealous of him <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but then the, the the masked magician guy like yeah I texted Alan today while I was watching it and I was like first of all if I hear one of these women being called a girl one more time I'm gonna scream but second of all this is some incel shit like this is oh yeah genuinely yeah. it's madness like, I think magicians anyway have that kind of a lot of them have that like incel energy type vibe yeah. but this is like the the one of the ones I was watching was uh, the 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 lovely assistant comes out dressed in like a southern belle outfit yeah and she has to go in she has to stand on a platform and then they lower a load of um blinds in front of her and it, he's like huh unusual quite a usually uh usually for the magician and his assistants uh showing skin is the order of the day but today she's very demur- demurely dressed and then like they reveal the trick afterwards where she has to get out of this big dress and it's like uh, it's like a cover for part of the trick and then he goes oh that makes sense I knew it wouldn't stay on for long absolutely insane it won't you understand it because there's like well you don't understand it but like there's only so many times you can say there's a secret panel lads yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, and I suppose like part part of the the women not wearing very much clothes is to you know show that 
they, they don't have like secret tricks on them anywhere but like yeah. uh, and because they have to contort themselves very very small so anything mm. any extra fabric is something there's yeah. one where it's in um might be episode four the original like four episodes where there's one of them is in a box horizontal and they lower another box of two women on top of her mm. and she has to contort herself basically into a wedge about the size of like a laptop essentially and it's the most claustrophobic horrible thing I've ever seen um, so some of them do generally seem quite dangerous and uncomfortable and apparently Magician said that um, a lot of the explanations he's giving for how this stuff works is like a hundred years old and they don't do like they haven't done like that for decades and some of them are wrong and just outright dangerous and he's oh they said like he's like a mid-level like lounge uh, magician who was just like taking an opportunity to use a budget he would never have an opportunity to use otherwise they were quite angry about him they were they got quite mean in response to what he did there, yeah. there's one where he is he gets inside of a wooden coffin mm. and oh, they, that's the other thing as well is at the end of almost every episode he dies mm. or it, it's like it's like stay tuned <laughs> later where we where we put him through a wood chipper in a coffin <laughs> and you will find out if he survives i think i think he probably does but th- that's like that's the the, the trick in, in in um in one of them is where yeah he has to get inside this wooden coffin and then they handcuff his hands and he goes oh uh like he breaks out of that and then there's a like you said earlier ellen there is like just uh, obviously a uh, secret compartment yeah and he the clip they have of him coming out of the secret compartment he does it so badly <laughs> like he like so at the the whole like the thing of it is he's supposed to come out of it seamlessly so that the whole way the coffin is like moving along this conveyor belt and it just looks like oh my god like nothing happened to it he basically stops the coffin on its tracks like while he just gets out of it and then the coffin keeps going into the wood chipper and they're like how did that happen <laughs> and also you, you you just see a, the way the camera's following you just see a trail of mirrors under the conveyor belt as well and it goes oh you never you probably didn't notice the mirrors like, do you know what I've been watching this for 40 minutes I noticed the mirrors <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you I saw the mirrors <laughs> I was looking out this time yeah there's because there's kind of there's sort of maybe like three levels of trick there's like the big big finale one where you know he's put in a wood chipper or he makes an elephant appear or he disappears like a string quartet in the first episode I think and then there's the mid one where he might make a woman disappear or contort her in some way and then there's the ones that are like before and after the break and he'll show you how to like make a coin levitate or something and it's like you can do this at home find out how and he'll like make a can levitate or a coin or make something disappear and then it'll come back and he'll show you how to do it but it's really shit and like oh yeah <laughs> I remember always like paying loads of attention and like trying to do it and but you'd always just need like tape or like a tube or just something I don't know it just I remember just destroying all of the magic for me and after that I was like no I don't want to learn any tricks I don't actually have any interest in learning I have to say we, we did do the one where you cut a hole just in a can mm. like and then you just kind of do the levitation that way yeah because your finger is actually in the can that's a, a fun trick to do as a yeah that's oh, a good way a to cut your, cut your cut your that's good. Is it, oh it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, the yeah. math magician's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> 
the next shot is him getting a tinnitus inje- or a, 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 whatever injection. <laughs> Mitch Plurgy is like, oh, what's he going to do with that needle? The doctor is going to make it disappear. <laughs> I just like, I mean, with, without that, um, without the narration... I don't know how fun it would be to watch because obviously the narration is like horribly sexist and awful, but it's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. so. It's so that that I actually I had a great time watching it today. I was really really laughing a lot. At oh it, yeah, like actual know? like shot proper laugh out loud. Like, really really, you just <laughs> yeah. don't hear that kind of stuff anymore. Like it's just good yeah. old fashioned like horribly sexist I think- stuff. <laughs> I think it's funny that no, I I've never encountered somebody who because this show watched by like all, all my friends like watched by loads of kids, it's never anyone's like sexual awakening moment of like <laughs> yeah I've I've never met somebody that's like as an adult they go oh what what like oh you know what type of women are you into. Uh yeah, uh, circus and showgirls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like <laughs> yeah. that's like I only date them. <laughs> yeah, my my one fantasy is to be pushed into a wood chipper by by a WWE yeah, yeah. diva. Like that's if I could make that happen, I'm living my life well. But I was I was thinking the same thing today too. I was I was watching it and I was reading you know like forums and stuff for people who remember it, and I was really surprised that nobody was like. Yeah, this is the reason why I'm now like really into BDSM or like bondage or like because there's a lot of people being tied up and contorted and like I'm like, but yeah, it was no one's awakening. I don't remember it being anyone's awakening. Like, maybe it's because no. that narrator was there just taking all of the joy out of it. <laughs> Any element of eroticism just destroyed by his like constant narration of it. Also, like yeah. the actual mask is like resolutely unsexy awful it's like anti-sexy yeah that's no, the yeah. thing yeah. the he's not sexy and that is such no. a shame because there was like there was such an opportunity to make him really sexy like girls mm. and women we we love it like we we love the you know the phantom of the opera you know that's the shit we yeah. like a bit of mask and a bit of like oh i'm hiding because i'm shy we <laughs> love that shit like you know it just needed like to dial up the female gaze by like 10% and it could have just it could have swept the nation yeah. it could have awoken a lot he, of stuff in a lot of women he looks like an absolute unit in some shots as well. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. he, uh, like this guy is built yeah. like, I don't know how the, the, no wonder he can't do these like getting inside the these trap doors and stuff like that <laughs> he looks massive or get out of the box <laughs> yeah yeah He's just getting stuck. So who who is he? And like, so I I don't remember. I didn't stick around until the mask was unveiled. But I watched it on YouTube today, and I was like, oh, he's just a guy. But um, yeah, yeah. Tell us about who who he is, and like, wh- yeah. what's his deal? So, so I I uh, similarly like growing up. I like like we mentioned earlier. I was like, this guy's taking his life in his hands. Like the he's the the, the, the I think. The, I'm really into conspiracy theories and like unexplained uh, like like mi- mysteries and, and stuff like that and I think that th- that this probably was my awakening for that where mm. in so, in some respect I think that there's probably not not that this doesn't apply to me but I think that there's probably a pipeline from being really into <laughs> the mass magician to being a 9/11 truther there's probably <laughs> like so, there's there's some pipeline there but I I I never at the time, like saw him be unveiled mm. 
I I oh, I like I went on in my life just thinking it was you know we'll never know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never know. So I googled him today, I mean, and his face was there, and I was like, "Since when? What?" Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I should have gotten an alert on my phone as soon as this happened. This happened in episode four. Everybody. I know. He did it. Yeah. But well, you, I, yeah. Go on. I'm pretty sure that the way I watched it was on Sky One, and I think Me that too. they yeah, chopped same. it up. They like chopped up the the episodes. That sounds right because I remember like the uh, buried alive one being much earlier. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. Being the first one, but I definitely do remember watching the reveal, and he gives a very long speech in the mask about why he did it, and then he takes off the mask for like maybe twenty seconds and goes, "It's me, Valentino." And we're like, <laughs> who the fuck I know are five you? magicians, and you're not one of them. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I know Penn, I know Teller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's basically it. Yeah, we know Dave, we know, you're not Paul Daniels, you're not Paul yeah. Daniels' son, Martin. Blaine. Um, yeah. I th- I Blaine think was only he... that year. Oh, was like, he? That's the thing. They, really? Both those, the first Magician and the first David Blaine special are the same year. That is wild. So Funny. they kind of destroyed Vegas magicians yeah. together in unison. Yeah. Uh-huh. That that is like uh that is the Matrix and Dark City yes. type like yeah. the, these two yeah. there it was in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. people were ready for magic to be <laughs> to, to be, be done. ruined yeah 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 we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to take them down where it hurts the tricks yeah <laughs> but it's like like but doing that and the whole like I'm I'm friends with someone who is a professional magician and I ask him about stuff like this about magicians codes and stuff you know when it's like very late at night and we're the only two still up and I'm like tell me your secrets but mm-hmm. like it's a real thing and it, the way he described it to me was that like tricks are like intellectual property like yeah like so you can't you can't just be going out telling people other people's tricks you can kind of t- like there's a certain amount of them that are in like the public domain or whatever like Houdini's mm. tricks or whatever and we all understand how how he's done his stuff but like more recent stuff it's like you can't be doing that so it's it, it's less that he was going to get killed by a lot of masked like magician guilds as much as I would have you know like to kind of think about that being the threat but it's much <laughs> yeah. more boring it's just that it'd be a lot of like legal issues and litigations well and he did get sued twice yeah so, yeah he did yeah um, yeah yeah which is because like the even the guy's lawyer was like like there's no precedence around this at all like it's just been a handshake for hundreds of years is how we've done this kind of stuff yeah it was like Teller finally sued someone successfully in like 2012 for stealing one of his tricks but that was like a good what 14 years after the mass magician was so. that the case where they had to pre- perform the trick and explain how the trick works in the courtroom Oh, I don't, I don't know, but I do want to see that yeah, episode of Law Order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds unreal. Yeah, there was there you, was some kind of case. I should have looked it up where where they had to explain uh, how how a trick is done in in a courtroom hmm. uh, because someone accused someone else of stealing their trick or whatever. That does sound familiar. Uh, that you say it. Yeah, I think as well. I think there was something comforting about the show, in terms of well, I, I don't know. I like I. I think there was something comforting in terms of there being rational explanations for all these, like mm. all these things. Mm. Not not that anyone's watching the like consider a magic show to be like a captured phenomenon. <laughs> of, like we don't know how it's how it's happening, <laughs> but but you can reliably book tickets to it. But there's definitely like I I remember thinking there's an episode of 
Oh, what's that? Um, what's that Tim Allen show? That sitcom. Home Improvement. Uh, yes, that's yeah. exactly it. There's a Halloween episode of Home Improvement that I remember like scaring me as a child. Where it's the 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 sun like comes in, and the joke is that um, I can't even remember the setup. But Tim Allen has been decapitated, and his head is on a table. And he's talking on the table, but you can't see any like you can see underneath the table. And I remember as a child being like, how did they do that? Mm. This is what what's going on? <laughs> and I remember a few years later watching this and being like, thank God, I know now. <laughs> now, now I know that wasn't real. They didn't decapitate Tim Allen. Um, as an adult, I feel less uh, traumatized by that concept. <laughs> he, yeah. he also. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, nope, you're the guest. Go ahead. Oh, 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 oh yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> I've never been told that before. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, um, the, I think, uh, I th- think when, when you mentioned this, Andrea, that when you look him up, because it was during the pandemic that I got like, I, you know, I think everyone went, just went back into their, oh, they all, take me back. Yeah, we all <laughs> Maybe went to the watch it off of this. <laughs> I watched all the time travel. It all, yes, yeah, it all yeah. happened. Yeah, that um, when, uh, when I was like rewatching them during the pandemic and like being like, oh my God, first of all a bit of me was like this oh my god like every one of these tricks is just absolute dog shit (laughs) (laughs) they're just all rubbish like there there's one uh, like there is just one of him uh, it yeah it's just a it's just a ball on a stick. And they're like, how is this levitating? How's he getting this- into the cup? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, yeah, okay. That's, that's great. Wonderful. But when you look him up, there's something so like, oh, there's something so familiar in, in like a very like pedestrian way about his face. Like he looks mm. like a character who you could never remember the name of from a sitcom mm. or something like he just yeah, yeah. he just looks like somebody you, you you know he's you know he's not my math magician i think that's the i think that's the biggest trick that they played is that <laughs> that's that's not the math magician the guy who revealed himself yeah it must be mm. something it, he's the, the actual math magician is in is in witness protection <laughs> he's, I don't know what he's doing. He runs a little uh, magic shop or something, but they couldn't let his identity be known. No, do you know what? He helped uh, hoax 9 11. That's the. That, There's your pipeline. Yeah, yeah. He was also he really. He made that Jeff feel um, about steel beams, his greatest trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was also very. Um, like it's a lot, lot of hands, a lot of like. Yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. Like camper than I remember. Much camper. He says than like I the, the the um mm. the whole point of it was that magic isn't about the craft; it's about the presentation in the show. But the presentation's but the really presentation bad. is so cheesy. Yeah, yeah it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, like there's some tricks where he's like you you're sure that he's just forgotten that he was meant to wave in front of somebody's <laughs> face and he quickly does it like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when he's doing it, it's it's as though there's no microphone on him but if there was a microphone attached to him you'd hear, you'd hear yeah. him going like Ooh. Oh. Like, it's so weird oh I'm telling you that the uh, that is a YouTube hit waiting to happen that's it's the true. mass magician redubbed with shreds with still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the crinkling of his clothes and the echoes the echoes in the huge like cavernous warehouse and the women uh, just oh, tutting the, the and rolling their eyes the shuffle of the women's feet as they dance <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
the you 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 hit on this earlier, Andrea, where the big any one that's any like tent pole uh, magic trick that's too big for mm. the warehouse can't be contained within the warehouse. Yeah, is just in the fox parking lot. Yeah, mm. uh, and it is like. <laughs> It's disastrous for the ambiance of the show. <laughs> it is because the the warehouse has at least you know has a vibe of you know he's in hiding because that was something as well yes. between episodes or between seasons. The idea was that the mass magician was in hiding um, from yeah. again the magic community who were mm-hmm. who sought to kill him. Um, but w- once you get out <laughs> to the parking lot, you're like. Well, yeah, the vibe is sort of a bit off here because the 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 warehouse place is a, at least a bit spooky or a bit secretive, yeah. or you'd believe that that would be the kind of place where somebody would like. There's something of you know the the prestige about it. You know, this is a place where he yeah. might go, and and I assume the prestige is a film that you love if you love the the mass magician. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, uh, <laughs> that's just an assumption the, I've made. <laughs> yeah. The I I uh, well I I personally I'm not a big spoiler person but I don't want to spoil the prestige for people but that is that like that's that's how they get them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, we've done it. He's in the prestige. <laughs> the, uh, the I I'm just doing. Uh, I'm rewatching the Sopranos at the moment, like starting from uh, from season one. And I've just gotten up to the episode where Tony stumbles upon somebody who was a FBI informant and had gone into witness protection or something like that. Mm. And the guy is his like cover. He's not in witness protection anymore, but his cover is he's a travel agent that plans trips to Italy that like this ex mobster. And it's like that that's akin to if you're an ex mobster and you, you're like, oh, what will my cover story be? I will specifically just plan travel to Italy. That's akin to I've gone into witness protection. What will I do? I know I will. I will reveal all the magic tricks <laughs> from, from the magical world that I've been ousted from. <laughs> but I mean, as as part of his backstory, as part of his lore, did we know why he wanted to reveal all these secrets, or was it just that he wanted to, you know, make magic? for everybody, you know, to break the so whole... So he gave a couple of reasons. Roger, did you watch his speech or do you want me to do it? Uh, you, you can do that. I, I've, I've seen it, but I'm, it, my head's a sieve, Alan. So, okay. I'm... <laughs> so he says when he started doing tricks when he was like a, a kid in Brazil, I think is where he's from, um, he would always explain it to them. And it would make them like the trick more. So that's kind of always how he did magic. But that's not true. That's just... No, probably not. No yeah, yeah. kid um, has ever liked that. <laughs> yeah. I love so then this. He, yeah. <laughs> I love magic not being real. <laughs> then he said that he wanted to push magic forward by kind of getting people to retire these old tricks. And okay. in fairness, a lot of those tricks were quite old and done and could have done with a bit of update by that point. Um, but also Fox had been like approaching every magician they could find for about five six years at this point going do you want to be the mass magician do you want to be the oh, mass magician okay. so he was the one who, who said yes as well was the main thing okay uh, but his main thing was that he wanted to like he was worried that magic was being overshadowed by tv and film and now uh, the internet was coming as well and it was gonna just get get lost and not respected anymore so he wanted to get people talking about magic again which he totally did um, yes but i think there's possibly better ways to do it do you watch Penn and Teller Fool Us have you ever watched that no oh yeah yeah so I think so the idea of Penn and Teller Fool Us is that magicians come on stage and do one trick 
and a Penn Teller can figure out how they did it. Oh, sorry, I have. They get to, su- they get to support Penn Teller in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it's kind of set up like the X Factor or the voice or something. Where exactly. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen clips so of it. So what they do in, in that is they're coming out and they're doing a trick and it's very explicitly that there is a trick to it. So it's really elevating magic as a craft that you have to learn and work on and develop. Mm. And the way Penn Teller talks to magicians shows you that there's a whole secret language that they're talking that you don't understand. So it both elevates it as a craft, but also makes it more mysterious. You're like, what did he mean by some balls were heavier than others when he juggled? What did that mm. mean? You know, and then you have to go Google it and Reddit and stuff. But I think that's, there's a way to do it without completely spoiling it. I think. Yeah. But in the, it was 1997, you know, it's a, bl- a blunt instrument in culture at that time. So yeah. yeah. The whole, all of culture was full of blunt instruments. Like that's true. Yeah. It was just, yeah, let's, let's, let's not only like, make people believe in magic and let's try and reintroduce it's like no let's let's become like post-structuralists yeah. about it like let's completely <laughs> this is the new metal of exploring <laughs> mo- er, modern magic yeah 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 so like strip exactly. it back yeah yeah and, and the, ha- have some kind of overarching sort of idea that magic is you know become elitist or old-fashioned but i mean i i love the idea that he was like oh some of these tricks are too done but then he's like sawing himself in half and like sawing a lady in half <laughs> yeah. and stuff and I'm like I, I kind of know how that's done I know that's two yeah. guys you know yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it's done but I know that's not you so, yeah you know I can have a guess I can I can kind of figure out what the the there is like oh uh, there are so many so many little tricks th- throughout the show that are all just like um oh oh it looks like a perfectly solid coin doesn't it it's like well Okay, fine. It's obviously not. Okay. Well, you've just you've just said it. You've just set it up. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, well, actually there's <laughs> there's like a specifically crafted tiny hole in this uh silver dollar coin and you can push through it just perfectly with a with a um with a cigarette. The, but in terms of the the like when you mention it being like a blunt instrument, Alan, like the there's one there's one or it's not one actually so in i'd say once per episode something comes up where you're like oh this bud like this does not have as big a budget as maybe i think it does mm. where mm. there's like a trick where they're putting a sword to a woman have you seen this trick or, i I, um, I think this is one that i that ones. is in my mind palace from the past yeah. <laughs> and I think is it something like because I the, the only thing I really remember from watching it as a child is him w- waving about and then I remember there being a trick where there's a woman in a sort of like a barrel or something and they're putting swords into the barrel and she basically just has to move out of the way of the swords is it that no so this is even worse than that yeah. Right. If if you can imagine, in turn, that's not even magic. That is like I'm oh, going to potentially. She's just like grieve- a incredible <laughs> core strength. Like she just does a lot of Pilates and is great at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That is like be very careful. This is, uh, it's like oh the magician waves around a sword and then it he like sticks it very awkwardly. Obviously sticks it through this assistant while she stood in exactly like the correct position or whatever. Mm. And then they reveal that the sword is not a sword. It is actually a spray-painted piece of um, measuring tape. So it can look rigid. Right. Okay. Uh, but when 
they push it through a specially designed corset that the woman is wearing that has a a tunnel like or, or a little like tube that it fits into and it curves around her body mm. and comes out her back they do the same with, a, with an arrow in one of the early episodes as well they shoot an arrow at her with a ribbon tied to it but it's actually like the, it, the, there's actually like a bit of like fish line that's going the whole way through this probably the exact same tube they've reused it yeah, yeah so yeah. when he fires the arrow someone drops a sandbag backstage which pulls on the the line which drags the ribbon through the tube I was like that's good and actually that's kind of cool yeah 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 but when you get to like you're using fish line and the literal <laughs> like top of a measuring tape like what are, how much yeah. have you just picked these up today <laughs> what, what's the production staff doing there's one uh, it's in the the last of the original episodes it's one where he's like um tied to a gurney and then wrapped in a blanket then lifted up on a crane and then the the gurney like falls and gets set on fire mm. but when they have him wrapped in the blanket uh, Mitch Peggy's like now they're pouring water on the blanket so it doesn't catch fire but they're pouring water out of what are clearly fuel cans and then he's like later on he's like that water actually fuels it's like we know Mitch <laughs> we they know. were fuel cans <laughs> They couldn't get props, just like a bucket to put the, to put the petrol in. There's tippics over the top of fuel. Yeah. <laughs> just crawls down. The water written over. over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that's so true, Alan. When the when there's like when there's like a hundred steps to a trick that mm-hmm. they're doing. And you were like, This is please just do the trick. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> like like when you were just listing the the like mouse trap esque and then yeah. this goes inside a gurney and the gur- and the gurney yeah. goes on a crane and the crane goes on the back of a semi truck it's like there's no there's it, oh for those types of ones as well like the like the one with the coffin and the wood chipper they that's the only time you get any bit of like change in like pitch or modulation from uh from the narrator where he goes and do not repeat this at home yeah you, yeah. you will likely kill yourself <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because he said something really sassy in one of them. He was like, even though the magician is, you know, r- revealing all these secrets, he's still a professional. But it, like, it killed him to say that he was a professional. Yeah. Like, he hates yeah. him so much. But yeah, in, 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 <laughs> in those ones where it's like, you know, you see the trick and you're like, ah, cool, okay, something's disappeared. Let's see how it's done. And then he's like, there's actually a secret compartment. I'm like, I know. Like I know that. Like you don't have to explain that part to me. Just show me. Like you don't. Yeah. Every time there's a secret compartment, I don't need to have the the concept of a secret compartment compl- like explained mm-hmm. to me because it happened five minutes ago in the last <laughs> trick. It happened in the last episode. Like I'm aware of the concept. Like the girl goes in there. It's fine. You know. Oh, uh, you know, um, a Facebook sketch that could have launched somebody's like full career in in like Irish comedy ten years ago would have been set up like the explaining, uh, like the mass magician, but you're explaining how somebody got a nagging into a festival. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, you see, actually it was sellotaped to her upper thigh. You thought she emptied that. No. Oh, this isn't water. This, this isn't her know, insulin. If you, if the nudge was in her bra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you look at some of the some of the comedians that are selling big, big dates 
in Ireland at the moment, I don't think it has to be 10 years ago for you to be um, making kind of very, very obvious uh, Irish jokes like that. Like, oh, sneaking yeah. a nagging into a festival, is it? Hopefully the wife's not coming. <laughs> 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 that fucker. Yeah. God, I fucking hate my wife so much. Oh my God, I hate her so much. She's such a goddamn bitch. Mitch Blighty and of course his stupid wife is telling the security <laughs> guard <laughs> here comes another dumb bitch now <laughs> yeah what a wagon <laughs> I mean I, I I think I think let's go for it anyway yeah Roger let's, you should do it yeah, yeah. Listen, you should I, do it, I'm, I'm yeah I'm joking about this but I'm telling you this is my next uh, <laughs> TM 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yes the the oh the uh, I I don't know if you might have seen this Alan I, I don't know but the I have to I'll come clean on this in terms of weaponizing the Irish identity for uh for in, internet clicks but I I dubbed a tiny bit of Evangelion uh, oh, and yeah. put it yeah, on yeah. Twitter before. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that uh, there is like, like most of the comments, like most of the comments on that were like very nice and like, oh, you know, oh, you know, very like supportive or, or nice. It actually got like retweeted by um, the voice of Shinji from the original or oh, like shit. the original American dub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's comments on it eventually that there's like, oh, is there nothing that the two Johnnies won't ruin? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as if the two Johnnies are, are like going, oh yeah, okay, well, oh let, let's just dub over this anime, this like cult anime from <laughs> from the nineties. So They're like in a in like rush meeting, like so. Will we do another like when he hits the forty five wrong, or will we do an Evangelion dub? What do you think, lads? Well, yeah. I'm already going to drink two FM today. <laughs> I I don't consume two Johnnies content, but I would uh, watch them react to like two episodes of Evangelion. Just sitting down in front of the first episodes and go, right, lads, what do you think of this? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. what's that? <laughs> that was mad, wasn't it? Jesus. That was mad. God, that's mad. <laughs> that was mad. That car's ruined. That car's ruined. That is. That's a write-off. Um, Roger, um, did this open the world of magic for you? Did you get into... Blaine and what's the other fella's name? The one I actually like, um, uh, Darren Brown. Yeah, Darren Brown. No? Yeah, all yeah. of them. Mind trick, you see? That's yeah. I <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that is my card. Shit. <laughs> Dar- Dar- Darren Brown walks on. <laughs> the I. Darren Brown is a genius because the he's the ultimate misdirect of having the first name Darren. Because mm. you're spending the whole show going like, is that a real name or is it not a real name? <laughs> the, then that that confuses you. Does that completely. mean something? But what is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, he's you know he's matching up those chess players against each other. The mm-hmm. uh, but the I would say, do you know what's what's weird is like the um you when you said Alan that this and David Blaine are the are the same year. Yeah. The so what. I guess it's just that thing of like time is like almost dilated when you're a kid. Like it just seems like all, you know, all these, all these huge moments in your life, like, you know, the first communion and seeing the mass magician, like they, they, you know, they, they, if they feel like they're eons apart, but for when watching the mass magician, it like felt like it gave me peace. Like I was settled and I felt like 
okay good you know That's we so can lovely. we can put yeah we can put a lid on magic like yeah. magic doesn't exist and i can turn you know i could just <laughs> i can be at peace with that and then david blaine like blowing up i was like what the fuck is this the, <laughs> this isn't I like can't. that old stuff we can't debunk yeah. this <laughs> this guy might actually be real this is this is crazy I just love it. At any point in your life, you're either like fine and at peace with magic or terrified of magic. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> my recency bias is like through the roof. Like, why I... Just zero object permanence. That's yeah, right. yeah, my yeah. ideal mark. Yeah. Yeah, I must be careful what I consume because if I just, if I accidentally watch like an episode of Joe Rogan or something, I would just become. Like, uh, just uh, like, uh, well, he said it. The bald man said it. <laughs> it must be true. But the, uh, I, I'd say, uh, like, I, I, I think it definitely, it made me, it made me consider, like, what's going on in the background of things. It, I think it genuinely did do that. Of like, this idea of. People being in on something and you not being in on it mm. as like uh, in terms of n- not quite conspiracy, but just like it, it's a- almost like, you know, the teacher's staff room. Or if mm. you're like, what's going on in there? Like, what, yeah. what, what do uh, they have? Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do they know that what makes them so different? That I think it, it did make me I, I, I think it, it, it made me uh, it made me think. Oh, magic is uh, magic's bullshit, you know. But I can enjoy a bit of bullshit in my life mm. now and again. I can, I can, um, I, I'll let it slide. I'll let magicians slide. But the, <laughs> I, I think it, it really though. I had a but um, teachers. I had a, fuck them. Fuck, oh, fuck teachers. <laughs> fuck teachers. Definitely. The I, I, I had a friend in secondary school who, uh, like, well, like, well, you, you're, you said your friend Andrea is an actual like professional, yeah, magician. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like the, in the guild and has like a card and everything like. Yeah. So that is, that's fine. Like as far as I'm concerned, you know, that, that you can be like secretive at that point. Mm. I had a friend in secondary school who honest to God, like learned one magic trick. And I was like, whoa, what? what like, how'd you do that? And he's like, oh, I can't tell you, man. No, he could, can't, he can't tell could you. tell you. Yeah. I was like, listen, right. You didn't know this last week. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you didn't know this last week. Why do you you know it now? <laughs> you did not come up with this. Somebody told you how this is done. You can tell me how this is done. The book can stop with me, but it doesn't stop with you, Colin. Okay, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Are you like this when somebody like has new information? Like when all your friends went to college and started studying different subjects to you, were you like, "Tell me how you learned this? When did you learn yeah. this? Who told you this?" Whoa! So wait, we see so when you were observing this, it's a wave, okay? But wait, no, like, this is not checking out for me, man. This is not the. I don't get what you're talking about. That I am. I'm very. I'm very like. I'm quick to. Uh, uh, like, I I am like tell me you know mm. I must I must know like I'm even oh the amount of 
the amount of things I just spoil for myself. This is the ultimate spoiler, I guess. Like looking up, spoiling magic for yourself when you're a five-year-old mm. kid. Being like, oh yes, I'll watch this. Oh yes, what will I do on Saturday? I'll ruin magic. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll destroy magic in my life uh, for fun. The that is that that's like the. I I do think that there's there's something in my brain that if somebody is telling me, uh, you know. A story. I'm like, tell me the end of the story. I need to know every aspect mm. of this story now. Like the, or even, uh, if I'm watching, if I'm watching a show and it's like based on a series of books or something, I'm like, okay, well, time to Wikipedia. Oh, uh, there's a season <laughs> break. Time to Wikipedia everything that happens for the next seven years of this show in the book yeah. form. I'm yeah. like that with um, if I'm really scared watching a horror film, um, I'll like go to the bathroom during it and just like look up what happens at the end <laughs> oh <laughs> you, like, you come back in and go yeah yeah, yeah. the semi truck smashes into them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's all yeah, that yeah no, th- no the, the Babadook was an allegory for grief the whole time it's fine yeah it's, grand. yeah. it's gonna be grand yeah, yeah she's or, just sad yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> or or like yeah no I'm I, I'm similar if, if I'm watching I I th- I think I've said this on on this podcast before, but if I'm watching like a sitcom or something, or a drama, it's really bad in a drama, and there's some kind of miscommunication, like you know somebody walks into a room and two people are kissing who aren't supposed to be kissing, and they go oh, mm. and then they leave the room, but then as soon as they leave the room, one person pulls away from the kiss and goes, "What are you doing? I'm I'm with Joseph. I'm not blah blah blah." And then it was all yeah, one yeah. big misunderstanding. I have to fast forward through all of the misunderstanding bits where people don't believe what's happened. I, I can't handle mm-hmm. that level of misunderstanding. I just need everyone to kind of know everything. And I reckon so I'm like- just discovering now <laughs> that it comes from this fucking magician <laughs> just explaining like everything to me. 10 minutes, two thirds of the way through every Hallmark movie. You need to fast forward. I, I have to, I yeah. need yeah. to be, yeah. Or I need to be kind of up and about and doing something else during it mm-hmm. because I cannot handle like that level of misunderstanding. I can't stand it. Um, and it's what, oh. you know, all comedies and dramas are based around. So, you know, <laughs> Oh, the amount of like, I yeah, nothing should be left unsaid in yeah. in the shows I watch. The the <laughs> my, my girlfriend jokes that she says, "Do you have to narrate everything?" Where like the that's I'm like, oh, I'm putting tea in the pot because I, <laughs> I'm pouring water into <laughs> into this because I need to steep the tea or whatever. And I want that from my shows. Like I I just mm. want the their subtext. The what's the Gareth Marini quote? Subtext. I know writers that oh. use subtext and they're all cowards to a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, that that's what I feel yeah. about that. I just tell me. Listen, tell me exactly what's going on. Yeah. I, I make it as heavy handed as possible. That you really uh, hit on something, Andrea, with the with that really like that puts me on edge as well. Mm. When I'm like, no, no, there's like they, it, this misunderstanding between these two characters. Yeah. It, can't, it can't happen. Uh, yeah. Also, I may or may not be shipping them. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. they, <laughs> they need the to get on. Give them the benefit of the doubt, quick. Yeah. 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 Shinji loves you. <laughs> <laughs> All fictional characters should practice radical honesty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And I think yeah. that's it. I mean, did you did you also love watching like DVD commentaries? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Like I, yeah, I, I'd prefer a DVD commentary to like a film or a show when I was younger. And they've they've disappeared. I think it's I've disappeared watched, from culture now, which is so yeah, sad. They've actually 
they seem to be bringing them back a little bit on Disney Plus. Oh, like, cool! The stuff they started really, yeah, and like be like behind the scenes, and, like basically the equivalent of DVD extras are on a lot of oh, new class. Disney Plus stuff, which is great. Um, I think I've watched more episodes of Futurama with director's commentary than without. Yeah, at this Futurama point. was great. I would just like yeah. when I was in college, that was like my like morning routine was like episode of Futurama with commentary and bowl of Weedos or something. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch Fight Club with the commentary. It, it was like oh re- yeah, it's it a good commentary. Great. Yeah. It's such it was Ocean's Eleven commentary ones. also fantastic. Really? Oh yeah. Again, they feel like I think this isn't that someone said it's on Twitter, but like they were like a free like film school education. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the one for like David Russell's a piece of shit, but the Three Kings commentary, mm. amazing from like a learning about how film works kind of perspective. Yeah, they're like yeah. proto podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah they, that's true. There's like um, I, I, I'm glad that you uh, you you know opened the floodgates for uh, referencing commentaries with uh, with shitheads on on the island because <laughs> yeah. the, the the old Father Ted commentaries yeah. used to be like you're like oh wow like I can I can hear what. I think I can hear what Ardlo Hanlon has to say about being like, and they would never be like, they'd very rarely be about the episodes. It would just be like, oh, uh, and what do you think happens after we die? Or like that, and that would be like the majority of, of yeah. the yeah. of the thing. There's a, there's a Conan the Barbarian um, commentary is like, uh, I think infamous for, it is just what we were talking about of literally pretty much just describing what is happening mm. on screen for every single one and just being like yes and Conan now is he's he's killing the wolf and then <laughs> yeah and now we're on to the next scene where, oh that like, must be so comforting for you just like oh yeah, it is yeah because I didn't know experience. what was going <laughs> you know a, a, a subtle piece of art like Conan the Barbarian it 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 goes right over my head but w- w- with the commentary with the it's akin to when you read those translations of like Shakespeare and you know the annotated heavily annotated yeah. uh, the uh, I, I'm I'm all for um, I'm all for that kind of supplementary material being included but mm. the the did either of, of you in your uh, in your looking up the the mass magician did you come across the comic book no. This, uh, I saw references to it. I didn't actually investigate it, though. Yeah. yeah. So I, like, I, I only looked it up in terms of just what is, uh, just like what the artwork looks like. Artwork looks classic, like two thousands comic. It's like uh, the. I would be very surprised, like really, really surprised, if um, Val, Val Valentino didn't have uh, a lot of say. In how cool he was made look <laughs> as the masked magician, um, but to my I I honestly it was the sort of thing I was expecting to be able to find like a PDF of online or something, mm. but it seems to kind of a, maybe be almost comic vaporware or something. But it's like I couldn't get a definitive answer, but it sounds like he actually has magic powers in the comic book. Yeah, I'm looking at a, a picture of the cover here. It's a graphic novel. That's like, what? <laughs> what could it be Isn't, about? Did you have magic powers completely antithetical to the whole notion of the mass magician? Yeah. <laughs> Unless that's the, the, listen, hey, that was the greatest form of misdirection of all. And <laughs> that was it. He's really hot on the cover of this. This is what we wanted. Yes. This yeah, is exactly yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's how I pictured him. Yeah. That's what he should look like. Not this yeah. nerd. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, I guess the, the the thing about magic is that it's super nerdy, and yes. I think everyone who's into magic will like happily, you know, admit that they're a bit nerdy. Um, mm. But like the masked magician really made it seem like they were a team of, or that they were a group of like underground murderers and that they were all, you know, stealing each other's tricks all the time and driving around with, again, the WWE divas just, like, <laughs> on their arm. I, I, I just laugh so much at WWE divas and how that, often they were referenced when I was watching That's it. unlocked something <laughs> in my brain of, like, yeah. the WWE divas. The WWE divas is the classic example of the archetype of something for the dads. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. This show was 100% for the dads. Like this is, oh, yeah, this yeah. is so, for, for the dads and the sons to sit down together and just enjoy a bit of magic and enjoy a bit of WWE divas and and that's it. And off off you go to bed. But, but th- was this on I, really late on Sky One? I, I associated mm. it with being like Saturday... Um, Saturday during, during the day, maybe either just before or just after Mass... Okay, because I, I, it definitely I, feels I, around Simpsons time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was so, like yeah. around Simpsons time, like after half six, like it, mm. it was coming up to yeah. bedtime. Um, because I, I watched it on the tiny TV in my room that I bought with my communion money, so I also have a connection yeah. between mm-hmm. my communion and the mass magician. It was like <laughs> yeah. this South Park, uh, Futurama, and then like, a few, like the two DVDs that I owned because it was one of those with the little DVD slot oh. in it as well. Very um, nice. The sort that you would attempt to win on the den. Week in, week <laughs> out. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it was it was amazing and I had stickers on it and it was it was to this day the greatest financial decision I've ever made <laughs> was <laughs> was not spending my communion money on stupid stuff and and buying that. But um but yeah, I think I remember because if it was during the day I probably would have been downstairs watching TV with my mom, mm. but at night time I watched it on my own upstairs. So I feel like it was nearly I don't know if my mom knew I was watching it or something. She might have thought it was like too scary for me or something. I okay. think the about the six thirty sounds about right because mm. it, it, the this would be my my classic Saturday growing up would be okay, I've gone to mass, gone to mass. Yeah, the that is the literal body and blood of Christ. There is no questioning that. <laughs> then get home. There's and go, no one veiling okay, these tricks. Me. Yeah, yeah. Because listen, <laughs> there's no don't look don't look at that. Like don't don't ask any questions. <laughs> And then get home and go, okay, now show me what they've been up to, what these lying scumbags have been up to, Mass Magician. (laughs) (laughs) Show me what they've been making up. The The devil. Yes, yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. It's it's all just puritanical. Mm. You you know, I, I, like, honestly, as a child, I was probably scandalized by the clothes that these, that these women were wearing. You know, it was disgraceful. (laughs) But as, as my grandmother would say, they'd catch a chill. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you wouldn't put a milk bottle out like that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. They'd be freezing. Yeah. See, we were already kind of immunized to that from Gladiators. Yeah. Which was another prime something for the dads. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Aesthetically. Uh, we should mention that it also aired on TG Car because a lot of people mentioned that to me where he was called really? Theodore Dove. Oh. Uh, it was where a lot of people saw it. Um, would it be dubbed in Irish? There. It was, apparently, yeah. Wow. I don't know who the Irish dub person was maybe they listen to the podcast uh, and they us. please get in touch if you please did. get in touch if you were that person or if you know that person because <laughs> i need to know because i don't i don't speak irish i don't understand irish but i need to know if the narration 
like stuck to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very I want to know how you say "wowie zowie" in Irish. Like, <laughs> 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 <Gaheen> talk. <laughs> like just any time, oh. any time a lady comes by. Oh God. Uh, oh, okay, right, so Alan, we have to make that our 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 <laughs> yes. little um, because, our project. Put call out on Twitter, on yeah. Mastodon, on Hive, I guess. Uh. And anywhere people are, yeah. anywhere Irish people are, we'll put out the call. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think we are there. I think we've done it. Um, I okay. hope people who enjoy magic haven't felt too put out. I, for record, do love magic. Always yeah. have. I got a magic kit for Christmas when I was five. Uh, one of my favourite novels ever is Carter Beast the Devil by Glenn David Gold, which is about like one of Houdini's contemporaries. I watched every episode of Magic for Humans on Netflix, which is a very good magic show if you're into that. But also, Mass Magician. Everything we said is true and valid about Mass Magician <laughs> and about everything around it. Yeah. Um, Roger, please plug everything you want to plug. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm, um, I'm, I'm traveling around as a Mass Magician at the moment. <laughs> I, yeah. The, no, I'm, I'm the Mass Comedian. I'm traveling around and I'm telling people how the jokes work. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, no, I, I'm, on, um, I'm on Twitter, I guess, um, at Roger O'Sullivan. I think I'm on Mastodon as well, um, at Roger. I might just be at Roger. I might have actually oh, just nice gotten one. Roger on Mastodon. That's good. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Instagram's probably the the place that I'm most active on. Uh, at Roger O'Comedy. Didn't get didn't get the the, the name on that the one. Roger. Yeah, but uh, I like Roger O'Comedy. That's good. Yeah. The the you should own that a bit good. more. Say say, yeah, say it with your chest out. Yeah. You know. You it's know good. what. It is good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the the old comedies, the old comedies. <laughs> we didn't take the soup, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can also just like pair up with Steve-O. So you've got Steve-O, Payne, Roger O comedy. Yeah, it's it, perfect. It's the John old o tour music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I I also have a, have a podcast, which I assume is uh, a frequent phrase on this on this, <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, I I also have a podcast called um, Unexplained Legends. Which ties into uh, what what we're talking about, where every week me and my co-host uh, Dennis Lynn, who's also a comedian, we go through. Uh, I'm like a big conspiracy head, as I mentioned, uh, unexplained stuff, and I um, Dennis is not, and I present to him each week uh, a UFO story or like a conspiracy theory that to me just exists and is real, uh, <laughs> but to him is, is not. But uh, it it. it it, listen, I, I don't often say this, but it's genuinely good. Like, it, listen, Excellent. it shocks me. The, <laughs> <laughs> it shocks me. I can't believe it. But why would I lie to you? The, uh, uh, yeah, but you're yeah, gaining nothing from lying to people, actually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's listen, no skin off my nose. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, and I, I did think today, I, I, I don't know what the timeline of this uh, coming out is, but I did think today. Oh, will I will I like list any gigs? And then I looked at the gigs I've coming up, and I was like, do you know what? To even tell people to go to any of these would be absolutely hilarious and absurd. It's like, come see me do five minutes of shit at South <laughs> <laughs> Comedy at a New Material Night, and uh, so the so as far as you know, uh, I just uh, I do comedy in the in the metaverse. That's where okay. That's where I perform mostly. <laughs> That's where you need to be awesome. staking out your reputation. That's where it's all happening. Like you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, yeah. You, you, like being at Roger in the metaverse. Hello. Yeah, I'm the Ricky Gervais of the metaverse. Yeah. 
And on that bombshell, Andrea, <laughs> where can we find you? Uh, you can find me every week on the Nile Nine podcast, um, and you can go through the archives of the My Favorite Album podcast. You can find me at Andrea Cleary underscore on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm also on Mastodon. But you know, I might join that new one. What is it called? Hive. Hive. Yeah. Hive. Is it cool? Apparently, it's a Trump supporter founded. Oh, it. for I don't God's know. sake! But it has like K-pop aesthetics, and all the artists and game devs are on there. It I'm has in. to be somewhere just... in between, like internet cops and fascists. Like, why can't I just like find a little niche for myself? Boards, Ali. I'm back on boards, Ali. Are you back on boards? Is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm back on boards. I'm bringing boards back. Okay, right. I'll I'll find you on boards. I'll just go there then. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I need, I need to find somewhere I can write a bloody opinion. Okay, but that's where you can find okay. me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Alan underscore McGuire on, uh, in, no, on Twitter. And I'm in the other places, but like, who knows? Don't don't commit to anything just yet. Mm. Um, Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod on Twitter, Juvenalia pod on Instagram. It has no other social media presence. Uh, we have a Patreon where we talk about things we've started and finished uh, in the last couple of weeks on our bonus show, Started Finished. Um we cut out a big old chunk of talk about Mastodon from the latest one, but it I've but I exported it. So will it's you there send it to for, me? <laughs> I will. <yeah. laughs> Thank you. So, for, so we'll set up a super extra Patreon here. Sarah doesn't notice um, <laughs> where you can hear us <laughs> complaining about Mastodon. Um, this is the Tall Tales podcast. Thank you, Cassie Delaney, and thank you again to Roger Sullivan. And we will see you in two weeks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.